I can't wait for you to hear these inspiring stories. So consider this podcast your backstage pass to the Winter Games. Well, you know, Fitz, it's one of the things that, as you're growing up, what do you do as a kid? I was told many times that being an amputee, I couldn't make these certain moves. That was a moment where the sport changed. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick for Hearst Television, but you can call me Fitz. In this edition of Call Me Fitz, we are in, we're in a conference room. I spent a lot of time in conference rooms actually here at the beginning of the Olympics because this is where we meet up with our local athletes. They do news conferences when they first arrive, just to kind of outline their plans for the Olympics. Their plan is, of course, to win, <laughs> but they tell us a little bit about the training that's going into it and their expectations. And that is where today we have found Modesto's Kendall Wessenberg. Yeah, how's it going? It's going well. Yeah. It's going really well for Welcome you. to Korea. Yeah, it's, it's so, pretty nice. You were one of our original podcast episodes. When we first met up with you, you were really close to qualifying. Now, of course, you have qualified. You're wearing the uniform, so you're yeah. legit. Yeah, it's legit now. It's a real thing. So how? What it, what's the experience been like? You have a lot of experience on your team. You've got Katie Ulander, a multi-time Olympian, who's you know giving you lots of great advice. But when you actually got here and got into the Athletes' Village, what blew your mind right away? Uh, yeah, I think... You know, obviously our team is four, three, two, and one. That was pointed out in the press conference as so far as four Olympics, three Olympics, Olympics two Olympics, Olympics, and I'm the, I'm and the, the newbie. Yeah, I'm the new kid on the block. Uh, you know, it's it's all been really cool. The village is kind of what it's hyped up to be. It's just a bunch of nations from a bunch of different sports hanging out. It's all is these it kind of like a college storm. Yeah, it's it's like moving in freshman year. <laughs> Only everybody's really Only fit. everyone's really active. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the gym is a hot spot. Uh, you know, not the not the dining hall as much. So yeah, it's it's been really cool. Um, it feels really normal, in all honesty. It's it's not as tense as I thought it would be. Maybe that'll gear up as people start competing. But do you have a roommate? Uh, so I'm in a eight person suite with women's bobsled. So what does that mean? Do you have like your own so individual I actually have room, a single, which is really nice. nice? Maybe don't tell people that because then they're gonna want it. No one's uh, listening. This yeah. don't worry. Perfect. Yeah. No, I have a single, which is really cool. But we're in a. It's kind of the best of both worlds. I have my own space a little bit, and then I'm still with the team, so I get to hang out with the women's bobsledders. What do you bring with you to the Olympics? I know they issue all your uniforms and all the like really cool free stuff, yeah. but like what did you bring? Do you bring personal stuff too? So they made us send like a bunch of boxes home and at the time you're like, I don't really know what I'm gonna need and I don't really know what I'm gonna get. So I sent like pretty much everything that was in Europe with me home. Uh, I kept like a pair of tennis shoes so I could warm up. I kept like a couple pair of cold gear tights cause that's what I wear under my speed suit on race day. Good thing cause it's like yeah. four degrees here. <laughs> yeah, good thing, right? Uh, and then yeah, they give you so much stuff. My room is packed full of stuff and I don't, even know like I don't know where half of it is right now <laughs> so what's a day like here um, it depends so today obviously we got up and came here and then the rest of our day is pretty free so I'll have a workout this afternoon yesterday was a sliding day um, getting up to the track takes like an hour and then getting your sled set up and actually doing runs it's it's like a four-hour thing um, so that was most of yesterday so this is kind of your preliminary go to see what the track is like what people might not know yeah. probably everybody doesn't know because who's been down a skeleton track exactly. but you yeah. <laughs> um, is that tracks react differently based totally. on weather based yeah. on the way they're built yeah. almost every track in the world is refrigerated except for St. Moritz because it's built naturally every year um, so refrigeration plays a huge part. I could get into the technicalities of what runners were selecting and how much rock you're putting in them and what the ice looks like. And but basically, there's Hashtag skeleton speak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's there's hard ice, there's soft ice, there's warm ice, and there's cold ice. Surely you don't need a refrigerator here. Yeah, no, definitely no refrigerator, which is really nice for us. It's super consistent. We're not worried about them cranking the refrigeration, which causes the track to frost up. Um, it, so does it mean it's faster then? Yeah, it's it's really fast right now. Um, I think it's as fast as we were on race day the last the first time we were here. 
Is um, that what you want? I would yeah, assume. definitely. The track flows a lot better. Um, when we were all here originally, everyone was talking about this weird kind of jerky feel to the track. There was no like rhythm to it, um, and it's a lot better now. So it's just so. What causes that there out. to be not a rhythm to it? Is that because um, it's different temperatures at different yeah, places? Yeah, I, I think it's because it was slow. Um, so you're coming off of these big sweeping corners into like shorter, jerkier corners, and when that's slow, it feels just like that. When it's fast, you kind of roll through it and can flow with it. What's kind of weird to me though is that you only, before you compete, get to go down that thing 10 times. Yeah. That's not a lot. No, it's not a ton at all. Um, and that's why the runs last season are so valuable and the runs in October are so valuable, even though they were at a completely different speed and I'm scrapping a lot of those notes. Um, just seeing the track and understanding what it wants to do is, is huge. You reference, reference the notes. All siders yeah. have this thing oh, called yeah. a track book. Yep. And it's basically like, with all the different curves, you write down exactly what it felt like, how to lean, how to, just all the nuances of how you need to move. Totally, yeah, I mean, we take two runs a day and they're pretty much back to back, so you, you kind of scribble down as much as you can remember about that run so that when you go back and watch video, you have a better idea of what you were feeling and doing there, and whether that worked or didn't work, you can break it down from there. I, I saw your book when we were at your yeah. house in Modesto, and it literally is a little black yeah. book, which I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but it, how, if you, let's just say hypothetically, you, you couldn't find that book. Yeah. Is it still in your brain? Um, on a track like this, not as much. Mm -hmm. um, on a track we go to all the time, like Placid Park City, Koenigsee, um, those are dialed in. And actually in those tracks, you don't really see people writing stuff down as much. Here, everyone's sending their track book to the bottom and writing before they even get on the truck. So everyone's down in the downhouse scribbling as much information I as I love that it's handwritten, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, super handwritten. I mean, you have to be able to, like, draw arrows and draw lines through stuff, star what's working, and make notes on the side of things. So, yeah. It's so old school. It's it's so old school. It is a little. A lot of things about the sport are a little old school. But are you going to get to go see other events? Yeah, here? yeah. Our schedule is really nice, so I'll get to enjoy opening ceremonies, and then we slide again the next day, um, and then we race still fairly early in the seat, like in the program. So um, I probably won't go watch events until after. But then there's over a week to go see everyone else compete, which is really cool. You have so many family members coming to see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's quite a few of them. I have a big family in general, so even if you're looking at like 10% of that, it's, it's so how many people. people are coming? You got your parents. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know the number off the top of my head, but I think I think there's like 15 that of them. Incredible. And then some of my guy friends are on a ski trip in Japan, and they booked round trips here in case Hashtag I Hashtag things Olympians say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they they booked round trips here, um, and in the in case that I made it, and I did. So they'll come over for a couple of days, watch my race, and go back and that fly home. That is so awesome. It's now, really cool. let me ask you. When I would perform something or when I started doing my job, yeah. it made me very uncomfortable for my parents to be around. Like, my mother always <laughs> wanted to come into the studio yeah. and watch me. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I can't. I yeah. can't. Yeah. I won't be able to get yeah. a sentence out. Yeah. Uh, but are you somebody who wants them around at all times? Or you're like, let me, this is my job. Let yeah. me go do my job. I'm definitely the second. And I think I've always been that way, even mm -hmm. when it was just soccer and volleyball and high school sports and stuff like that. I, I'm very intense when I compete. So they, they know that. I'm one way on competition days, and once that's over, then yeah. it's all fair game. And then you're you're back to yeah. back to Kendall. Yeah. But it is interesting when it becomes your job because you're like you're like my coaches are my bosses. Like you can't just hang out with them, right. dad. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, no selfies, dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they still have a good time with it, and it's great. But yeah, it's it's definitely there's a little bit of a, a line there for me and what I need to do to compete in there. So the, ba aware. the backstory and how you got here in the first place yeah. is your, your family got really into following the Olympics. Yeah. And at the 2010 Olympics, you and your brother and sister sitting around, you're watching TV, and somebody says, huh, I wonder how you become a bobsledder. So yeah. you guys Google it, because that's yep. what you do. Yeah. And you realize that you can actually go try out for this kind of thing. Totally. And they dared you to do it. Yeah, they were like, you. I, was, I said that I thought I might be good at it, and they were like, you wouldn't do that. You know, like siblings do. And I was like, oh yeah? Okay. 
well, maybe I will, you know, it was just a little extra push to kind of go for it, see. I think the moral of the story is that you should always accept the dare. Totally. Yeah, I fully support that. Always go for it. <laughs> Best thing you've seen since you got to South Korea? Best thing I've seen? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. We've been here twice now, so this is our third time here. What could be experience since you got here? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's the U.S. team actually has a different place we can go for lunch and dinner. So that bus ride is a lot of fun. There's all these athletes from different sports, and it's just the U.S. team. It's fun to see all these athletes from other nations. We're the quirkiest cool. athletes on our team from another sport. From another sport. Because people think you guys are weird just we're, for what you yeah, do. Yeah, we're super weird. I think, yeah, bobsled and skeleton have some, some of the quirkier ones. We rode up with uh, the moguls team, though, from Seoul, and they were a lot of fun. We had a good time with them on the bus. Um, we actually went past the village so we had like an extra 40 minutes of hanging out and they made it a good time yeah they're they're a fun group of kids all right tell me if you can answer this question yet. yeah i'm an olympian and to me that means Ooh. it's kind of deep olympian. we've just been having yeah. fun but i decided to go yeah to, I gotta, i'm trying to like raise the bar with the on the go podcast yeah, i know that's fair uh i'm an olympian and to me that means um it's an honor to represent my country uh it's also pressure you know but that pressure is kind of a privilege so it's a little bit of everything. And it's kind of cool. It's really cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going home with a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton of gear either way. Hopefully hopefully a shiny necklace. But I was just going to say yeah. some jewelry would be yeah, good. That, that would be <laughs> a little hardware a little around kicker. the neck. Yeah. All right, Kendall Westenberg, what's a good way for people to follow you while you're here? Yeah. Uh, are you going to dial down the social media to focus, or are you going to um, continue posting? No, I'll continue posting. Is, okay. It doesn't really distract me too much. Um, it's not something I'm focused on, but if we take a cool picture, I'll put it up. Or okay. I, think I love your funny. Instagram. So how yeah, do we follow you. you on Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Kendall Lorraine, K-E-N-D-A-L-L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E. Well, best of luck Thanks to you. So it is so great to see someone from Modesto who we yeah. believe is our first Winter Olympic athlete. If anybody knows that I'm not right on that, yeah, please know. tweet me. Tell, let me know. As far I as I know, <laughs> I'm throwing it out in the universe, yeah. which is pretty much going to make it true at some exactly. point. Exactly. All right. Best of luck, and thanks for joining awesome. us for our impromptu Call Me Fitz podcast. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. All right. So don't forget, you can follow our daily updates from uh, South Korea on the Call Me Fitz Road to the Winter Games podcast. And you can always follow along with my adventures. You'll find me on Facebook at KCRA Deirdre. I'm on Twitter at KCRA Fitz. And I'm on Instagram at Deirdre Fitzpatrick One. You have to figure out how to spell my first name. I know. I probably should have come up with a better name, but I didn't. Uh, Kendall Lorraine was yeah, a good, I nice, easy one. Too. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time.